High School Slumber Party is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For all things Cage Club related, head on over to cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me. Welcome, Italian vampire covens who secretly control the world, people who fall in love with their best friend's baby, sexy Lee Pace, oh, and a special shout out to all you who are here for the end of an era. This is High School Slumber Party, the podcast where me and some friends look back at our teenage years through the lens of some iconic high school-centric films. I'm Brian Rodriguez, and the Twilight Party's at my place this evening, but first... School is still in session, and we have some homework to chat about. This was your assignment, and I would like to see the results. As you can read from this really, really lengthy title, this is a part two of a part two discussion in its second lifetime. What does that mean? Well, first of all, if you're here to listen to a breakdown of Breaking Dawn Part 2, This is probably the worst episode that ever had Breaking Dawn in the title for you to start with. (laughs) This Twilight Forever series has been something that Kate Hudson, my co-host today, and I have been doing for two years now, two years plus, where we just rewatched the Twilight films. Last year's was like a regular watch, and this year's was my first rewatch throughout the series, if that makes sense. We brought along our good friend Joe Two for this lap, for this lifetime, and he's our year guest. It was supposed to finish last month, but COVID and some other things happened. So we are finishing here in January because Breaking Dawn Part 2 is the last film in the Twilight series. So listen to last year's episodes if you want like a true breakdown. These are just for fun. These are just Joe, Kate, and I talking and having a good time. And this is part two of our conversation. Friday's episode was part one. And well, yeah, this is part two. This is the final time officially that Joe 2 will be on Twilight Forever for High School Slumber Party. Ooh, what does that mean? You'll have to find out. Well, maybe we'll pick another lap guest. Maybe we'll go in a different direction. Who knows? But just enjoy the time you have with Kate, myself, and Joe 2 breaking down this movie and playing some games. Yes, we play some of my favorite games ever on this. The Twilight card game, the Twilight Twitter game, what a, oh, eBay purchase of the episode. It's really fun. So definitely stick around and check this episode out. Your homework, of course, was to watch Breaking Dawn Part 2, which, by the way, found a home. Last time I mentioned that they were taking off Netflix, and I was like, ooh, who bought them? Who ponied up? Who is giving the big shekels to Summit and Stephanie Meyer? And guess what? It's Peacock. They are now on Peacock, all the films. NBC was like, yo, we want that vampire money. And they have it. So... In the future, if you have to watch a Twilight film, perhaps for this podcast, perhaps not, watch it on the Peacock, at least until 
Summit sells the rights to someone else. So that's your kind of Twilight news update from the last time we spoke. Whoa, 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 the bell didn't dismiss you. I dismiss you. You're seniors by now. We've been doing this for four years. Come on. Class is not over. We have some housekeeping to discuss. Like subscribing to this podcast. I want you to hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever else this might be available. I don't know. Hit that subscribe button. And if your service allows you, give us a five-star review or a positive rating of some kind. All that helps the algorithm that gets ears, ear holes on the High School Slumber Party feed. We have so many episodes to digest. So if you don't like Twilight and you just stumbled here, check out some of the classic teen films we break down. Check out High School Slumber Party AP, which is the modern teen films. And as it's our senior year, a lot of fun things are going to be coming up on High School Slumber Party. And by the way, you can check out all those old episodes. Yes, wherever you're listening now, but also in a more organized fashion on cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me, the home of so many other great pop culture podcasts. So put your listening devices and your website fingers on cageclub.me and, you know, have a ball. So many other great shows there, including Joe 2's show, Too Fast, Too Forever, the Fast and Furious podcast. So definitely check that out. Also, class participation is a huge part of your grade. Social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or you can even write me at highschoolslumberparty at gmail.com. That's highschoolslumberparty at gmail.com. I need to keep up with my correspondence, so if you've emailed me and I haven't answered you back, shame on me. I'll get back to you, I promise. All right, now that we have the housekeeping and homework out of the way, let's get back into this part two of a part two of a part two. Joe Two, Kate Hudson, myself, we're going to continue breaking down, breaking dawn, part two. And let's take it away with, and forgive me if I've mentioned this before, but I keep rediscovering this maybe, but Nikki Reed, one of the actors in the movie, has a song on this soundtrack, All I've Ever Needed, by Nikki Reed and Paul McDonald. Class dismissed. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I know the bell doesn't dismiss you. I dismiss you, and I know I just dismissed you, but I forgot. Two things I wanted to mention. First, where we last left off. I want to get better at doing that, by the way. Where, where we last left off, Kate had just gotten her encyclopedia her Twilight Encyclopedia, to tell us what happened to Jacob's mom, because it's not really mentioned in the movie, or I just missed it. So that's where we pick things up, as well as Joe, too, giving us some questions he had on the film. The other thing I want to remind you, this was a Zoom call, so there was a video component. We're not going to post the video component. Trust me, you don't want to see that. I might post some screenshots from it, but if it sounds like a Zoom call, it's because it was a Zoom call, and we were all happy to be there. So apologies. Had to remind you of that. Class dismissed again. Kate, do a little research for us on that encyclopedia about who Jacob's mom is. And Joe, let's just try to answer uh, your questions for the rest of the film. Because essentially, 
the big thing we get is the whole battle that really doesn't happen here. Yes. First of all, why is Bunk in here handing out fake passports? Oh, yes, yes, yes. This is an interesting character. What's his name? Jay something? Jay, Jay Jacobs or something. Jay. Jay It was? Okay, cool. I remembered it. This is one of the weirdest things from the first watch. Am I answering this or or am I not jumping in? I can't tell. Please. You can jump in. Help. Oh, because Alice sees possible outcomes. She doesn't see the definitive future because things have to change. So one of the outcomes was Jacob and Renesmee would survive and they need these traveling passports because people are going to be searching for him because everyone else is fucking dead. Yeah. So he just like he's just like their passport guy, and, and they're vampires. So he's like, yeah, I knew I knew Jasper for forty years or something weird, twenty years, and my partner before him knew him for fifteen. So, yeah. All right, guys, I was right. By the way, Jacob Black's mother Sarah was killed in a car crash. Oh, that's so like. I mean, it's that's Feels sad, obviously, but it's yeah, it's not very. It's mentioned one of the books. It might be during it's his perspective in New Moon. I mean, um, Breaking Dawn. Who knows? Okay, how can you be half immortal? That doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> immortal is a binary concept, so to be half of of a of a definite does not make sense in my brain. I don't think you're they, half immortal. You just, immortal. They they say half immortal. I think they just mean as Kate, you've explained to me that they live longer, right? Like uh, that guy lives 150 years, but you're probably gonna live what 300 in total. Thousands. There, she's not. They make a point to say she's not an immortal child. That's what they say. Because that's what they're accusing her of being. Oh, so she's going to live thousands of years, but not forever. Yeah, most likely. Oh, big deal. Oh, my God. Okay, so so they, so they will eventually die. Yeah. The Earth will die before they die. So I, I, I think it's fine for them. Earth is going to die very soon. They're saying she's not an immortal child. So yeah, confusing. but they say like half immortal. So I'm saying like. Are you going to die or not, is what I was asking. And you say, yes, eventually at some point they will die, but their time is slower than ours. A lot slower, apparently. A lot slower. It is expected that she, like other hybrids, will stop growing when her body reaches its adult size. Her physical growth is greatly outstripped by her mental development. I guess they don't really get into it. (laughs) Shocker. (laughs) Spoilers. Reverend as may die. I mean, I'm sure Stephanie Meyer covers it in her blog. So, Joe, I know you were really drawn in by the happenings of this battle originally. So, in your own words, what the hell is happening here? The fact that we see something that maybe doesn't exist? Because I'm still like, I don't know about this. So, they're fucking around, and they're going to find out. They come up, they present to the Volturi. They're like, hey, look, we told you. She's half immortal. We don't know what that means, but that's what it is. Renesmee does the creepy face touching where she passes a memory and he's like, oh, she is half immortal and has a heartbeat and stuff. So like, that's cool. Ah, young Bella. Immortality becomes you.
magnífico. Half mortal, half immortal, conceived and carried by this newborn while she was still human. Impossible. Do you think they fooled me, brother? And he's like, still gonna kill her. That's okay. Everybody's like, good idea. And then Alice shows up and she's like, yo, I'm telling you, don't do it. Stop. And uh, what's the guy that's the head of Volturi? <laughs> Arrow. Arrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Arrow is like, okay, Alice, what do you got to say? And she's like, I'm going to touch your face too, or hand. And then she passes him the memory memory for like a split second. And he's like, and she's like, you're not going to change your mind. And he's like, nope. And then battle breaks out. Jasper gets his head karate chopped off. Awesome. Awesome. A lot of awesome beheadings and arms off and stuff like that in this this scene. Fire. Lots of fire. And um, everybody's just killing each other's brother after they killed the other brother. And it's just lots of that. Um, Emmett Dude, dies. When Jane gets fucking, um, what do you call it? Like dog drag or whatever. Like to the wolf dog to get walked. eaten. Dog walk. Ooh. That's where yeah. <laughs> and that's my favorite. That's my second favorite way someone dies. The first is obviously the depressive. Volturi goes, finally. <laughs> <laughs> So they have this big battle, and everybody's like, oh. And then Arrow's like, like he sees, they cut Arrow's head off, and they get stabbed with fire. And he's like, you know what? Dying kind of sounds like it sucks. Oh, well, there's also a part where, like, Renezme and Jacob, like, run off into the woods. Jacob bites a head off, whatever, whatever. They're, they're running. People are trying to find them, too, because they're trying to escape. And Arrow's like, like, no, I'm good not dying. But we're also leaving out the fact that Charlie's girlfriend's kids both fucking die. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, and Seth Clearwater getting got. Yeah. Oh, Seth Clearwater is is one of the puppies. I didn't realize that. I know he was a Clearwater. I didn't know that was her son. I didn't know that either, though. Yeah. Yeah, those are the two Clearwaters dying. Pretty sure. And they had they had premature puberty because there was vampires around. So. They they become puppies way too early, and they, they are definitely and, and what's what's the lady's name who like who like is begging Jacob to imprint on her, and it never happens in the last movie. She's like, I wish you imprinted. No, she's on begging her. Sam to imprint on her. Oh, originally Sam, and then she's like, she just wants someone to imprint on her. What's her name? Leah. Leah. Yeah. Leah, okay. Leah was. I'm wrong though. She was with Sam Yuli, but then Sam Yuli imprinted on. I want to say her name's Trisha, and I know it's not Trisha. Yeah, some rando. No, no, I know that. And I thought she, like, there's times when she's talking to Jacob, and she's like, oh, I just want to be imprinted. I don't know <laughs> who it is. Like, no! Like, change, like change imprinting for something much more sexual and gross, and then <laughs> I just want to be imprinted. And you're like, whoa, relax, lady. Come on. Like, we need to get there. Like, chill. But imprinting happens, like, literally automatically when you meet the person. So it's like... Exact I know I've had that happen before too. The girls were not very impressed with it, but it happens. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I imprinted. We need to <laughs> we need to find uh, someone listening, a slumber out there listening who uh, of either gender. I'm not, I'm not saying just to use that as a pickup line, just to go up to someone and be like, 
hey, I can't control it, but I just imprinted on you. Um, <laughs> not sure what to do at this point, but. That wouldn't work on me. I'd say, fuck you, wolf boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than me imprinting on your baby. What is this? This, this is the skin of a killer. <laughs> that would no, no, that'd be terrifying too. Hold on tight, spider monkey wouldn't do it for me. Like, you're my own personal brand of heroin. I'll write this down um, because this will be a future homework at some point, but we need to think of like the top 10 twi- best Twilight pickup lines. Oh, I do like that. Twilight pickup lines. Like, and if any would really work, like, Joe, let's say in a different world, in a different timeline, you're a single yeah. man, you're in a bar right now, right? And some girl comes up to you and says, hold on tight, spider monkey. Does it work? Oh, a girl comes up to me and says this? I would cackle. That's amazing. <laughs> I would be like, you're all, totally my speed. Where's the one? Yeah. So, so, Kate, same situation. You're in a bar and some, some dude comes up to you and just says, like, or, or not even, he just looks disgusted. He's like, oh, oh. And then he shows up, like, in a week, same bar, and he's like, sorry. <laughs> I had to do some things. <laughs> I just, you know. He shows up a week later. Yeah. <laughs> Why am I still in the bar? Can I leave the bar? Am I hell off? You did, but you just came back. You're a regular there. It, you just showed regular. up to the bar twice. It was a long play. He's pulling the Edward, like, from the original Twilight. And he knows you're into Twilight. And he's like, and this time he's, like, satiated because he went out and vampired it up. And he comes back. And, you know, he, he's he like, imprinted he, on a lot of women. <laughs> No. And he goes like, back, he's satiated. And he says to you, he's like, you're my own personal brand of heroin. Does it work? Well, I will just say the last guy I was supposed to go out with um, sent me an incest meme, so I had to ghost him. So yeah, at this point, it's very low. What? What? It was a sure thing, too. And all he had to do was not send an incest meme. And against his better judgment, apropos of nothing, sends me an incest meme. How, why... I mean, okay. Uh, Brian, that's a deeper question that we don't need to get into. But, um, but okay, so was it like... To answer your questions, no, we weren't talking about incest uh, ever. <laughs> to answer your next question, we were having a conversation and he thought it would be funny and send it to me. No, this was said apropos of nothing. 12, a- like, no, literally a day and a half between our last text, which was basically, I'll see you next Friday, cool. Three, was it was- funny? No, it was like, it was akin to like... It was a girl in like a sports uniform with a bloody nose, and she's and it's like your first time is like your fourth, like your first game, but at least your dad comes first or something. What the fuck? fuck? <laughs> apropos of nothing. I was thinking maybe that there was like you had talked about something or it was just like Brian. Sometimes we have to like realize that like there's a lot of guys out there that are just bad at life. I have no words. I, I'm sorry that that exists in this oh, world, and I have no words. To answer your question, if somebody tried to pull a cullen on me, yeah, it would work <laughs> as long as <laughs> so easy. The bar is so low. Men of Chicago, if you're out there, if you happen to see Kate Hudson in a bar, pull a line from the Twilight Encyclopedia. There's no guarantees in this world. That's no guarantees. No guarantees. But and we're not putting might... Kate out there. We're just no, saying. No, no, no. But it no, just put might. Me out there. Just don't say anything racist because like the guy last summer was just shouting racial we epithets. heard we yeah, heard that was bad and i was like, there not were literally you, were you 
no i mean i mean like we heard like the next day or like that weekend or whatever we i, I remember it was that, very very that weird might have been cut from an episode but now they know oh really okay yeah anyways <laughs> we heard the whole story it was pretty bizarre but go ahead then there's the guy the next time i got him to come meet me for a drink at 2 a.m and he spent the entire time last call talking to a guy next to him and ordering him shots so that didn't end well i remember that too i remember that yeah and now we got the incest guy like it's come on guys if you can meet those three criteria not a racist not into guys at last call when i'm there just emphasis <laughs> when i'm there i don't give a shit what you do before that and three, no incest memes. Give me a call. <laughs> Kate's dating episodes. Ooh. Worth. I hate After men. dark. After dark. After dark with Kate. Um, you know what? As as a fan of the Fast and the Furious, I just want to say I'm really glad that this that this franchise, that this movie ended on a family barbecue type situation going on here right it was a very fast and furious ending good call if uh, like if we were to just play donza Kaduro at the end there oh, oh right someone who is better at computers and putting things together please do that for us put Danza Kaduro in this final twilight scene <laughs> it would have been amazing they would just be like yeah, they were just like Donza Kudurdo uh, into the sunset. It would have been it would have been incredible. Oh my god, perfect, perfect. And Can we get got- Edward and Bella driving down two in two different cars and the the path split? No, because that means that they're not together anymore. They have to stay together. Family, Joe. Family. Come on, family. <laughs> love it, love it. You know, we end beautifully here because it's Bella and Edward together forever quite literally and i believe the book ends with forever the movies ends with forever and that's why we're stuck in this twilight time loop that we have to talk about these movies forever twilight forever (laughs) (laughs) joe now that you've done this journey with us was it a satisfying ending do you need more twilight movies yes yes (laughs) (laughs) instantly yes i really really enjoy them i enjoy them more knowing more because i feel like the more i know the less i know i will never read the books (laughs) i think that breaking dawn part two is still a perfect movie it makes no sense in all the sense like the the more i learn about the backstory that that doesn't even matter this movie is just chaos incarnate like it it doesn't it doesn't change anything that happened in the movie it's just weird there's characters that don't matter I think that reading the books might destroy the allure for me because I don't want to know more. I I, I want to know less. Here's what I'll tell you. You won't learn anything more about something that matters. You'll more, you'll learn okay. more chaos and more superfluous details and you'll enjoy it, but you're not gonna be like, Oh, that's why they did this. No one fucking knows why they're doing anything in this fucking like series. Yeah. So, so we, we spent a lot of time. We, we watched, the Netflix series Fast and Furious Spy Racers, okay? And in Spy Racers, which is an animated cartoon about the Fast and Furious characters that aren't Fast and Furious characters, they put into Fast and Furious that are like young kids. It's for kids. And in that show, every time something happens, they're like, I like look down, take a note, and I look up, and they're in a completely different realm. And I feel like Twilight exists like that while I'm actually watching it. <laughs> and I that that's the most enjoyable part about it for me. It's like, how do we get here? No one knows. How, like, well, does it matter? Not really. 
And like, we're still going to get to the end. And the only things that matter are Bella's special. Yep. Edward's the best. Yep. And then like, th- there's some other vampires and possibly werewolves. And there's some half werewolves or something. And then that's it. That's all you need. No. That's all you learn from the books though too. It's just more like, just think of it as more Hornier. cream. Just think of it as more cream cheese on your bagel. So good. <laughs> it's really, really good. Well, no, no, I, I specifically did that for you because I'd be like, whatever. <laughs> like, you don't want to wipe it off on the side of your plate, right? No, you, I mean, I would, but whatever. I'm, I'm <laughs> what do you put on your bagel? Nothing? The, the tiniest cheese. layer of cream cheese. So you, you still put cream cheese, uh, chew, chew your food, chew your food, but you still put cream cheese. But so yeah. you don't you don't put like butter you don't put like jelly I don't know lox. oh god no I lox. don't well lox is something you put on top of cream cheese you don't just put lox uh, some people I, fair no you have to have a like an emollient before you put the lox on <laughs> or just be dry as shit fair that is true I haven't had yeah. lox in a while okay um, I have lox in my fridge I have so many cookbooks it's not even funny nice. Joe, I, like I keep pretending I'm not pissed off, but I see Kate in this beautiful Twilight T-shirt. I see myself in this beautiful Twilight T-shirt, and you're just wearing this yeah. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Penguins shirt. Yeah, and yeah. I, I'm supply hurt. chain. I'm hurt, but it's not supply chain. No, that's not the supply chain. It was you. When did you? You don't. <sighs> okay, you, you guys. Are- COVID deniers over here. Fine. We are not COVID deniers. You are absolutely being a COVID denier right now. How did we I will actually ask Mustard Express, who made our shirts on Etsy. Thank you, Mustard Express. When you fucking place the order and she will tell me. Because she's cool. This episode is brought to you by Mustard Express. We need to, Kate, we need to get Mustard Express on the podcast. She obviously, she has the same sentiments, yeah. Well, she also, like, she saw Twilight happening, and then she gave us more Twilight merch. It's Mustard, awesome. if you're listening, we salute you. Joe doesn't know. Kate and I salute you. Joe clearly. What do you mean? We've leave a message. I'm her friend. <laughs> what? I didn't know that. You're her you're friend. Her Karen. You're her Karen. Yeah, uh, I need it in black to yeah, match my little black dress. You. That's exactly. you. Exactly. <laughs> that's 100% you. Yeah. No, sorry. She's Mustard Yard Press. Mustard Yard Press. Mustard Yard Press, we salute you. Um, all right, let's answer our questions. Who was this movie made for? Me. <laughs> oh. I also say people who did not, who, people who went this far and watched every Twilight movie until now, they need to conclude it somehow, right? I think I think dads that can't connect with their teenage daughters. I think that's who <laughs> this movie was made for. Most likely to succeed. Who won the movie? Which character comes out on top? And maybe the series. Literally Edward. Because he's on top in the sex scenes. Oh, no, I think Alice wins this one, dude. Because she she showed the whole fight and then stopped the fight. And Alice wins this one. She's the real MVP. And she doesn't get kidnapped by the Volturi because that was the whole point of the fight. I'm glad we we dropped that thread that Rosalie's the best character because how? How? Because she's a fucking bitch and that's her superpower. She's taking care of the baby the entire time. She's not a bitch. Oh, so she's strategic and avoiding the fight? Cool. <laughs> that was an incredible spin, and I wanted to hear your take on this. And I was like, I can't imagine Kate Hudson being the one running away with a baby being weird in the forest with the baby. And then you were like, oh, no, she's strategic to avoid the fight. Well played. Touche. <laughs> I'm a Rosalie apologist till the day I die. Better than a Jasper. COVID apologist. denier. 
butcher. No. <laughs> <laughs> Wooderson Award. Is there a character in this film that you would have liked to have seen more of? Who did you want to have a little bit more screen time here? Uh, blonde the ones. The whole blonde Roman- ones. No, the Romanian vampires, the weirdos who come and like hang out in trees and then get mad. I'm with Ducky. Ducky and the other one, yeah. Stucky. 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 Got a big, got a big popcorn. Yeah, Ducky. D-U-C-K-Y. Stucky. It's Stucky, isn't it? Oh, I never remember his name. Ducky is a John Hughes character. Um, Okay. Okay, so you say the uh, Denali Coven. Kate and I say the Romanians, the anti-Italian Romanians. Although, you know... (laughs) Well, that, that's why I can't pick them. I do enjoy them, but they're going against going against the family. Let's get through his way as long as the weirdos are in the background, because that's really where I want to see them anyway. <laughs> Waldorf and Statlering it up. They're like, the Italian! Yes. And the one dude, just his vampire accent is like the most more vampires than the vampires themselves. Yo, all the accents in this movie are wild. Wild. Like everybody has a different accent. They're all selling it way too hard and it doesn't sound anything like what they're trying to do. It's amazing. Don't sleep on the costumes though. How the Amazonians still dress like how like a white lady thinks people in the Amazon dress hundred years ago or the fucking potato famine Irishmen who were dressed like it's the goddamn potato famine, even though it's like 2012. Nobody is in the proper attire. Yeah, the Irish are like, oh, you know, and they're being so Irish. Like, and I'm not saying so Irish. That's what I think of Irish, but you know, like stereotypical, very stereotypical, stereotypical Irish. Irish. Like, oh, we survived yeah. the famine. You know, like yeah. they have like the the paperboy hat. <laughs> oh yeah, like, just straight out of Newsies. Yeah, it's awful. Long Duck Dong Award. Is there a character whose omission would make the film better? Renesme. Yeah. Wow, you guys would delete Renesme. I mean, yeah, because I... the movie would have no purpose, and then where would it go from there? Duh. <laughs> Be kind of incredible to see. That, that's my reasoning. You take it those two out, like. No, I, I think Renesme, the 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 CGI three faced child, should get removed. <laughs> oh. oh, I'm just thinking if you remove that character completely. <laughs> no. Speaking of people who were almost removed, did you see that Dakota Fanning only had one line in the entire film? Did she? Yeah. Oh, she's face. She's face acting. Well, she just wanted to go up against Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart's the best face magic actor I've ever seen in my life, and this movie sold me on face magic. She only does face magic a lot of this movie and franchise, and um, that's where I developed this phrase from. Nice. I mean, look, if Kristen Stewart wins an Oscar, face magic is rewarded. When? When, when, when she's about to this year with fucking yeah, the Princess Diana. Yeah, she's about to. I hope so, and it'll all be because of face magic. Yeah, it's like it's like the mm, like the scowl and the and the, she doesn't say anything. She just makes like weird faces. Like that's that's face magic. <laughs> all right, uh, th- this is the only Twilight film that I could not even. I guess Jacob's in high school still because he's a little bit younger, but this is like the least high school slumber party movie. That's Clearwater's probably middle school, dude. Maybe, but he's a wolf the entire time, regardless. Congratulations to him for balancing his busy school schedule with being a wolf. I gotta do homework right now. So we're not gonna ask the Cameron Fry Award if anyone looks too old to be a high schooler. We're past that, but we are gonna grade the film on whatever scale you want. We usually do an A plus to F scale here in High School Slumber Party, but I don't care at this point. 
But the rubric, we, we got to tell you what other people have scored this. 49% by the critics on Rotten Tomatoes. 70% by the audience, though, on Rotten Tomatoes. So people actually like this one a lot. Pretty, yeah, pretty solid. Let's check huh? out our nerd friends on Letterboxd. Not big fans. 2.7 out of 5. Which oh, is not- yeah. Let- don't go to Letterboxd. This is not a movie for Letterboxd. Film Twitter snobs on Letterboxd. Yeah. <laughs> Joey, who I know you're listening. Jo- Joey ha- has pleaded with me at times to not be condescending to the Letterboxd crowd. And I'm trying not to be condescending to the Letterboxd crowd. But- this is not a movie for them. That, that's, exactly. that, that's all we said. This, this is not a Letterboxd movie. Like when I judge and I guess how many people have seen this on Letterboxd and stuff like that, I take into consideration that this is not a movie for them. No. That's- somebody who's in marketing i would argue if a letterbox guy has sat through now he's on hour two of a podcast about <laughs> twilight and this is what sets him off and gets him offended he may want to read yeah, yeah you're right the podcast is not for letterbox guys so he's not yeah. here anyways yeah fair yeah you <laughs> life choices and i say that's a 37 year old twihard so <laughs> so what will you guys grade this movie breaking dawn part Dose. You go first because I didn't prepare me. Oh, this is this is five psych war battles out of five. <laughs> Zone A plus for you. The, the top tier. I I think this is one of the greatest movies ever made. I'm not kidding. I fucking love it. I love every watch of it. The the psych battle is so incredible as a film function that they give you 20 minutes of a battle and just go that did not happen is something that i could never imagine happening in any other film or franchise it still boggles my mind to this day that we got that much screen time for something that did not happen it's it's amazing i can argue, I can argue with, with that. that i can argue with that point well stated joe kate what will you grade Breaking Dawn Part 2 on this watch? I'm going to rank it a fraction. I'm going to make it rank it uh, one night over 10 years. And that is the sex lives of Charlotte oh, and nice. Emmett Rosalie. Fair enough. Fair enough. So I got to be honest with you guys on this watch. It wasn't my favorite this time. Um, I didn't hate it by any means. It's fun. So much fun. The enjoyment of the first time I watched it was not matched today because I knew it was happening, right? Like when I originally saw it. But did you actually know what was happening in this movie at any point? No, of course you didn't. No, a little bit more. I knew it was a psych <laughs> out, right? Like I, I was so excited going into the first time and really asking Kate like, wait, that wasn't real? I'm confused. I see people dead, they're not dead. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I get I, that. I, that doesn't mean I hated it by any means. I thought it was really, really fun and a good conclusion, but I do, I don't know. This is a movie to me, like a lot of the Twilight films, to be honest with you, like, you put on at a party and if someone hasn't seen twilight like yo yo check this out <laughs> no no i think i i honestly disagree i oh. think that you need to i i watched breaking down part two i think that you you need to at least give that entire focus and i think that now you you need to give the entire this is not a this is not a party movie this is a sit down and watch movie <laughs> you don't gain anything more from it like that but you, but you need to to try to comprehend what's happening <laughs> fair enough <laughs> i disagree with 
your conclusion. No, I, I agree with your conclusion. I disagree with your reasoning. Okay. It's like a magic eye poster, right? When you're first oh. looking at a magic eye poster, you're like, what is it? Is it going to pop out? I'm going to be a see it. And you see it. You're like, oh shit, that's like a will on a moon. Yeah. But then the real magic of the magic eye poster is now that you're used to it and you start looking for the, the details. You start noticing the bag of eggs that Emmett brings in. You start noticing oh. like there's unnamed Irish vampires or like, why is Arrow's hair so shiny? Or why did they stop doing the vampire makeup right at the collarbone type of thing? <laughs> <laughs> or why does Kristen Stewart have a wig on in this movie for no reason? And that is the magic of Twilight. It's a magic eye poster franchise, my friends. It, it really feels like, it feels like, so as we know, I love Lifetime movies. And this feels like as close to a Lifetime blockbuster as we will ever get. <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> like, they, like they, they change characters at one point. Like, they change actors at one point. They just, like, nobody really gives a fuck about what the story's about. Like, they're all kind of milling it in at points. And you're just like, yeah, but I but the, I can't stop watching this train wreck. And it's it's amazing. Yeah. The central drama, like, doesn't really kick off till two-thirds. And, like, it's the first, like, half is, like, at least navel-gazing with no real conflict whatsoever yeah, yeah pedophilia is accepted it's just weird and and like and that's what i love about it there's no pedophilia in the movie it's a pure love the imprinting them. on an infant is by definition why pedophilia. are you sexualizing imprinting Joe? you like how they groom you though to this concept that, in the yes last we know that no eclipse they're like hey man we have this thing called imprinting like it's cool man yeah, they're really into it. And it's written by a woman, so it's even better for me. Like that's that's incredible. Woman. Yeah. Mormon women who get like married super early. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. It's clear that she didn't have a plan for Renesmee until Eclipse. Like that's when you see like hundred percent. No idea what was going on in New Moon. Couldn't agree with that more. Joe, I'm a little nervous asking you this question. Tell me. Because you clearly don't participate in any of the visual and graphic aspects of this show because you're not wearing the shirt we're wearing sorry but, but this is the sleeping bag Supply question chain. every every week what does your twilight breaking dawn part two sleeping bag look like mine has not arrived yet because there's supply chain issues because of covid <laughs> and you guys don't want to accept that and yeah it, it was all black <laughs> it, it was <laughs> waited waited too long to like order your sleeping bag because you were invited to a slumber party two months ago and you're like oh, I, oh I. yeah yeah so I, I, <laughs> you frankly didn't even know you were coming to the slumber party. You forgot. I just, I just, uh, on a, uh, with Sharpie on a white t on a black t-shirt with a silver Sharpie. I just drew Jacob imprinting on myself. <laughs> I don't know what that Which looks like. That happened in the last You Just imagine it. What does it look like to you? But again, since that happened in Breaking Bad 1, it's very on brand because you're not even doing this movie. <laughs> no, but I'm saying, like, well, well, we, we're just establishing the imprint. Like, it's an, it's an explanation. It's just, it's just all words. It's, it's, it's describing what imprinting is on, <laughs> on Nessie. This what is, is oh, happening on my T-shirt because I forgot a sleeping bag. Kate, what does your sleeping bag look like? <laughs> Rain at the slumber party without a sleeping bag, just in a shit. <laughs> yeah, I have your parents' comforter, <laughs> spare comforter. <laughs> That's what I have. <laughs> 
that's on brand. <laughs> it is. It is right. That, that is on yeah. brand. How about you, Kate? What What does your sleeping bag look like for Breaking Dawn Part Two? Mine's gonna look like Frozen Tundra. Only it's gonna look like we're gonna Indiana Jones and shit. So it's gonna be look like it's the ledge in the battle, oh, okay. and then the you're gonna. It's my sleeping bag's gonna have a little hood to it, and it's gonna be uh, Esme and a wolf. It's gonna be like Esme and a wolf, like hanging off the cliff. The backpack the, with the backpack. Yeah, why not? The, the 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 head part is the backpack. Uh, her red backpack that she has for no reason. The, there's sure. this full of her passports that are fake <laughs> by bunk, and that's I what we got. Wait, I said Esme, not when Esme. Yeah, I know what you meant. When Esme is like on the cliff, and then I think it's yeah. Leah Cluewater sacrifices uh, herself. It goes over the cliff. It's much cooler than so Jacob much shit happens. Brian, what's your what's your sleeping bag look like? My sleeping bag, thank you for asking. It's kind of a uh, celebration of the entire series, and it's like a um, kind of like a graphic thing. You know those like graphic posters? I have like one in my apartment of like famous glasses, right? Like, but it's gonna be the wig work of Twilight, and it's gonna oh. be like a you know drawn kind of graphic thing of all the greatest yeah, yeah. wigs like, that are in twilight yeah yeah i can see it it's just every move it goes on a one gradient every movie i get it okay yeah like the alice wig yeah you know, like, yeah i love that alice wig a lot of those aren't wigs dudes they're wig they're in my mind everyone's wearing a wig like if i was on a <laughs> set it's a bunch of people with like green bald heads edward bald heads and like wig. green yeah <laughs> don't say that the best our Pats' hair has ever looked is in the first Ooh. Twilight. Oh. By the way, that just totally aged you because Rachel had said the same thing and we were like, that is not a hairstyle of men of the time now. But oh, you guys are horny 16-year-olds at heart. And that's oh, what happened. That, men should have that hair. His hair in Twilight is by far the best. So, okay, if, if like a really pale, sick-looking guy comes up to you, at a bar skin of a killer. But he has that haircut. Give him a chance. Is he sending me incest memes? No, no. no he's just... no. Is he talking to men and ignoring me? No. No. He's, he's not he... being racist either. He's not being racist okay. either. Then yes, obviously. He just has to look at me. He may sparkle in the sunlight, though. Just let I do don't it. give a shit as long as he's not telling me something like... You know, Stalin had a point. Like, as long as he keeps that shit to himself, better yet, doesn't believe it. But again, the bar is so low that at this point, just keep it to yourself. Kate, you you, you are a wonderful person. Raise that bar a little bit, please. I don't want the invitation to be out because that is not a high bar to clear. It is. It is. No, that's the point. That's what she's trying to say. And that's what I've learned. I don't think, come on. You can Great, be not that racist. Are not okay. Brian, I had a date for Friday night with this guy and he could have said nothing and we would have kept it. But he's like, nah, brain, send her some incest memes. Let's see if if she likes my sense of humor. Oh, Oh, by the way, I forgot to tell you, he sent it to me and just said, thoughts? Question mark. So he's like into incest or like, what is happening? But you're not related to him. So why would that even? Yeah. Oh, if he had just sent me the incest meme, he could have recovered when I didn't respond. Because I gave him an hour before I blocked him with like, no, I didn't. I blocked him right away because he said thoughts. If he had just, this is how low the bar is, you guys. If he had done that, 
he would have probably had about an hour, hour and a half that he could be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I said, this is my friend. We were just like, I wanted to show him how horrible it was. Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. I, n- I never oh, understand yeah. how, like, how my friends don't get laid. I hope that they're not doing this. <laughs> because, like, that's, that's the only thing I think. I'm like, I'm like, guys, it's so easy. And they're like, what are you talking Like, no, you have to talk. I'm like, it's so easy, dudes. Sorry. But yes, I think we agree, Kate. <sighs> the bar is so low. Just be just just a hair above that and don't send incest memes. You got this. It's like anybody who can't get a date right now, I question. Like truly, that's what I'm I saying. Question. That like all my friends are like, man, it's it's dry out here. And you're like, how? <laughs> now you know, Joe. Now you know. Apparently, don't send incest <laughs> memes. I thought that, that was a given. But apparently a lot of men don't. I didn't think that was like something we need to discuss. If you give an unsolicited dick pic, it would be like not the worst thing that's happened to me lately. Like, cool. Thanks, sir. Again, I hope good, responsible people listen to this podcast because like every all your qualifications that you're throwing out there, Kate, are not hard to reach. Listen, so if I can do anything, I'm gonna give everyone a warning. You send me a dick pic, I always reverse image that shit on Google. And <laughs> Time oh. is stolen. Nice. Why people do that? I mean, I yes. I don't. I'm... You like? Are you just not out there? No, we would. No, I know. But Rich and I existed before before Tinder before anything aside, existed. That aside, I don't want to get into this right now. But I will just ask this question, right? If you are trying to get with a, a lady, right, and you send yeah. a, you send a dick pic. Oh, you're talking to Jones. I thought about it. If you send this picture, right? And then you eventually get with that person and it yeah. doesn't match. Isn't that a red flag? Terrifying. Guys, I'm going to point on a little secret here. The guy who's just blanketing his dick around the internet isn't that worried about consequences. Okay, good point. Touche. <laughs> well played. <laughs> Very good point. <laughs> oh, man. Where were we? Okay, here we go. My favorite question every week. What? Rent two movies, get one free. If we enter the magical blockbuster that is every movie that has ever existed in the history of movies, except Con Air and anything that Gerard Butler is in. Um, <laughs> I feel attacked. <laughs> I didn't say you. I'm just mentioning movies randomly. You could put Band-Aids on me too. That's fine. Uh, we get to the counter. We see a sign that says rent two movies, get one free. And I say to the both of you, I say, Joe, Kate, find two of the movies that you would watch with Twilight Breaking Dawn that are not also Twilight movies, right? Like what inspires you? What is your rental triple feature recommendation for Twilight Breaking Dawn part two? Okay, I got two. I'm gonna give a movie that I think is equally as insane as this movie. And it made me so excited and Joey's gonna be excited to hear this. Ricky O, the story of Ricky. What? What is this? It's a weird Chinese kung fu movie that makes no fucking sense, but is awesome. And I think that plays very, very well into the uh, the feels I have for this movie. Okay. Nice. Second movie. Ricky, oh, the story of Ricky. Okay. Yeah, that's what it's called. I mean, there's many different titles because it's in Chinese and translated. So that's like the, the main title. It feels very, very weird. By the way, have you you've not seen this movie? I've fucking not. watch this movie. It's incredible. It is like top tier. It's one of the most bonkers movies I've ever seen in my life. Awesome. Two, Party Mom, Lifetime movie. Mm-hmm. Um, 
<laughs> because I think I think Renee needs some credit in this movie, and is Renee would have been party mom. What? Is she not in the movie. The, she's not even in this movie, is she? She needs some credit in this movie. She's being a deadbeat party mom as a deadbeat mom. That's <laughs> okay, the, okay. that's what I'm trying to get to. That's what Renee's doing off screen, essentially. Yeah, yeah. She's she's having she's having parties for teenagers without Kristen Stewart. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> okay. Woo. That is that's never amazing. heard of those movies. Love that trifecta. Kate, what are your two other movies that you'd watch for Breaking Dawn Part Two? Well, I'm going to answer it like an asshole so I can give my real answer. And okay, so if I were appealing to the letterbox guy, the inexplicable guy who's held on for an hour and a half now, I'd be like, well, I'm going to pick The Godfather Part Three and The Lord of the Rings Return of the King because these are oh. all wrong um, ends to franchises. But I'm going to say, fuck you, letterbox guy. We're kicking out Godfather Three. I think you probably hated it too. And we're going to put in a sure thing the 1986 John Cusack sex road trip comedy classic it it can match the chaotic energy of breaking down part two and then we go return of the king because guess what (laughs) you're gonna be on such a fucking high from uh twilight ending you're like i can't go to bed i just want to start all over again we're gonna go was return of the king two parts it was not no, it's a four-hour movie. We're doing the extended edition. We're staying up all night. <laughs> Max, HBO Max. Yeah. HBO Max, baby. We got it. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's what we're going to do. And it's that slumber party is going to last till 8 a.m. So you're going to have you're gonna have a return of the king length of sex before they realize that like a decade's worth of sex. Because it's a four-hour movie. So What are you talking about? Return of the king is a four-hour movie. So you're if you're staying up with a guy watching return of the king that's an emmett and rosalie level of of netflix and chill is what i'm trying to say but i my slumber parties were always like i'm just inexplicably 12 and i'm doing it with my friends i thought that was the point we're not like you're not you brought a guy into this i didn't bring a guy into this no but you kicked the letterbox guy out right like that was the idea he's not here yeah Uh, why would I bring it? Listen, I have low standards, but they're not letterbox. Oh my oh god! <laughs> we love you, Letterbox. This show is brought to you by Letterbox. <laughs> you gave me the perfect setup. I had to take it. Alley oop was perfect. I agree. Out of, yeah. out of the park. Uh, yep. <laughs> Joe, you had another homework assignment. You promised us that you would listen to the all the Twilight soundtracks and pick your Oh, you're just calling me out now? Okay, I did it because I thought we were recording this on Saturday. It's Thursday night, and I was going to listen to them tomorrow, literally in my plans, and I did not. So I will come back as, as we've discussed, and I will break down the Twilight soundtracks piece by fucking piece. So, Joe, you've booked yourself on further episodes. I love it. And yeah, I'm, yeah, not, yeah. I'm not against I'm it. trying to do that. I'm going to come in and bring shit that I think is Twilight relevant to your show. <laughs> like, you do it too fast. And we could do sexy patron after dark episodes. And we're going to have, yeah, we're going to have like after dark. <laughs> nice. We're going to have like random, like some random guests. I'm like, oh, I'm a BuzzFeed writer. And they're, you know, whatever. <laughs> But then we're going to call you, hey, Joe, it's the eBay purchase of the week. Boom. You're going to come in and be like, hey, Kate, I got an eBay purchase. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Please. which, you don't have to. It's totally okay. You can skip this one since this is your last your last go around officially. But Joe, do you have an eBay purchase of the week for Kate Hudson? I do. 
and it fits the theme of the night. <laughs> Maybe like condoms or a thong. No, no, no. It's not sexual at all. Why did you go there, you weird, you weird there? person? I didn't go there at all. That's so weird. I know a Twilight thong exists, but do Twilight condoms exist? Okay, so I was thinking when Kate Hudson eats her bagel wrongly that she could possibly use a Twilight Wedding Carmona white triangle 10-inch dinner plate that Bella uses in Breaking Dawn. They Carmela Car- Carmona made a full set of, of dishes that match what what Bella uses in Breaking Dawn at her way. I know it's not the same movie, but okay, just follow me along here. They're they're married, they're still newlyweds. There's a whole set of dishes and the whole set of dishes are first of all not to be found and also very very expensive if you can find more than one piece as i posted there but that's just the amazon one but i think that you could put your uncreamed cheese bagel on this nice awkward shaped plate that looks like an egg and you could have a nice bagel like that so this is the plate that bella it's they- not an actual prop no, it's not an actual, not an actual prop. prop. It's not an actual prop. But they eat at the wedding on these plates. No, or they receive these plates. I don't remember them getting this. They game. eat at the at the wedding. This is this is the this is the set of their um. What is this called? Not this might be the most random gift ever. It's not even Twilight branded. You're asking. Yeah, this, this, you're like mm, this is. You have to do it though. Fine. Them's Fine. the rules. No, Fine. buy it. No, you have to do it. Okay, so so like there was like ones that had like plates and bowls that like, but I thought this was really fun that like you could have the same plate that Bella eats on at her wedding to put your bagel on. That's what I was thinking of you, but fine. It's the fact that it's eleven dollars shipping is really what's uh... <laughs> yo. By the way, I saved you from a lot of other things that had much much more expensive things, and also I will kick ten dollars to this. I will pay the shipping. Give me, I'll give you eleven dollars for Ooh, shipping. Oh, now you don't have an excuse. How do you cheaper? I looked. They're hard to find. It, <laughs> nobody has sets of them anymore. They just sell like bits and pieces. Like you could just buy like just like the tea saucer. But I thought you should get the dinner plate so you could eat on this and think of the wedding that Bella and Edward had. Hey, now there's a dish I want you to buy, not from this film, but from another film we've talked about, and I'm putting it in the group chat. Oh, I want to see. You probably won't find this funny because I don't know if you've seen this movie, but. It is an autographed Keith Coogan. The dishes are done, man. That's amazing. Dish from Keith Coogan's official website. So when Joe said that, I thought of the dishes are done, man. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh my God. You don't have to buy this, but the fact that it exists is amazing. I mean, the fact that you guys just kind of volunteered me to spend 60 bucks casually. No, 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 no. no. I'm paying for shipping. I'm paying for shipping. I, I Like I said. You don't have to buy the Keith Coogan one. I'm kidding. Listen, what I want is the Keith Coogan. But yes, I am. Fine. No, I'm fucking doing it. A deal's a deal. Brian, Brian's, why is Brian dead? He just said one second. What's okay. he doing? Because I've eaten like my fake dinner during this entire podcast. I'm starving. You don't oh, want correct. a nice Bella wedding plate to eat every dinner you ever have on <laughs> and think about their marriage forever? I, I mean, have we reached the limits of my Twilight love? 
because this I was trying good. to find a deep cut for you. I know you got the fucking candles, you got everything else. I was trying to find like a nice deep cut for you. They <laughs> they sold this. <laughs> there, there's women out there that have a full eight place setting set of Bella's wedding dinnerware. Well, we'll see if Kate buys it or not on the next episode. That's okay. That's fine. <laughs> I gotta think about this one. This is and listen. If I didn't have a small galley kitchen. It would be a no-brainer, but I have no more room for any more because I hoard. The dish food. is not going to fit in your kitchen. One plate. No. <laughs> Hi. I go to this like um, gift shop at the back of a James Dean museum a few times a year, and I just buy out all his dishes. It's like a compulsion. And your December diamonds? Where would they go? I get it. They're in the oh, I bought. Oh, I bought my mother-in-law the December diamonds, and she, and she really enjoyed it. Thank you. Based <laughs> on the last episode, it was a huge hit. She was very very excited, and um, Rachel didn't let me buy the leather daddy one that I yes, wanted to buy. Yeah, no, no, she, she, she said not first. We can get there eventually, <laughs> but not the first. I wanted to buy her, like, the one with the dog mask, leather, de- like, that one. And she- the little teddy bear one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that one. I Rachel banned that, but I got her, like, a nice, um with ch- the two kittens one, the two cats yeah, yeah, yeah. one, yeah, yeah, and yeah. she really enjoyed it. So um thank you, Kate, for starting a new tradition in our lives. Oh, my, if she has a fake tree, she's going to have to upgrade because I had to. I had to get a bigger one because it, they were starting to drag the tree down. Oh, <laughs> no, I think she's she's very much a real tree woman. So I, I don't think it's, yeah. Yeah, she she liked uh, it though. So I, I'm going to buy it. There's a vampire one? His name is Blade. He's awesome. Blade? Isn't that taken? Yeah. They all have blades. My first one was called Officer Ripped. You never forget your first December time. <laughs> Oh, yeah. who, who wouldn't forget these merman ornaments? <laughs> the next game we play is the Twitter game. Boy, do we have a podcast for you. Oh, that sounds familiar. Yes, uh, stole it from the... F- I thought you guys almost had one the other day, by the way, on the Fast and Furious one. I saw a really good one to somebody. I thought you guys had gotten it. Nope. It's a, not a very successful game, but it's a fun one to play. Um, so I have a tweet. I'll go first. My tweet is from uh, someone named Trish at Ultra Gloss. Um, and how this game is played, we find a Twilight-related tweet, and we essentially link the show uh, note, and we say, boy, do we have a podcast for you? And I don't know. You know what's the scoring system? No one's ever scored on this show, so what's the scoring it's, system? It's, it's uh, five for a reply, two for a retweet, and one for a like. Gotcha. So this was a very popular tweet. I didn't realize that. So bad strategy by me, but it's a fun tweet. So I'm going to do it anyway. Trish at Ultra Gloss. I'm reading Breaking Dawn and Bella just described in detail the omelet with bacon and cheddar that Edward made her after they had sex. And I got so hungry. <laughs> I had to find a snack. Zero mention of the sex, but God, I bet she loved that omelet. Is this true? Have you? Is this, Does it sound like Stephanie Meyer, Kate? Oh, God, yeah. All she did was describe what food got cooked. That's how Bella knows she's pregnant. She eats um, fried chicken that she oh, makes. Oh, yes, and that's correct. Pregnant. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. And it's like half raw chicken, but yes. What, so what should I say? Be like, boy, do we love that omelet, and boy, do we love Twilight. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're right. Whoa, so <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa. What kind of school did you go to? <laughs> we love L E T T E, right? Oh, I spelled it oh, right. No, no, he spelled it right. I always spell it E T T E too, and I think it's wrong. But then it- I failed sixth grade spelling test on the word raspberry. So don't uh... No, he's right. It's L E T T E. 
I always spell it wrong. Sorry. Yeah, O M L E T T E. Spell it right for her so she knows how to spell it. 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 This is the autocorrect spelling, and she spelled it the same way. M- That's maybe. not what how you spell omelet. Well, I'm spelling it how she spelled Rachel's it. Rachel's gonna be pissed. I'm just telling you right now, she's gonna be really pissed at you. Well, let her comment and get me a point. Oh, there you go. Perfect. <laughs> okay, so who else has one? I have I, one. I, that mine's in the chat too. Okay, both in the chat. Kate, go ahead. All right, Kate, you were first. Okay, this is from Allie Machowd, and that's age twenty-one. Definitely did her name dirty. She posted this 25 minutes ago. It's, I give up my left arm to watch Breaking Down Part 2 without knowing about the twist, and I don't care who knows it. Nice. I like that one. Is there a twist? Question mark. Yeah, that's not. (laughs) No, no, this is no, no. Girls, same, period. And by the way, this is high school slumber party. That's fine. Yeah, 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 exactly. Maybe we could convince Bella to give us a shield. Vince Bella, a shield? Yeah, to to give us her shield. Also, hashtag Team Edward for Ella, forever. Forever. Okay, how do, how do I spell it? Forever. Also, hashtag Team Edward forever, like in Marky Mark and Fear when he carves Nicole forever on his chest. But is that yeah. one hashtag? Yeah, it's one. It's of course it's one. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I just I just wanted to do what you want. Forever. E V A. Yes. Yeah. Also, okay. hashtag Jacob Black pedophile. No, I'm not putting No, that. no, no, no. <laughs> Boy. We don't want to get into we don't want to get into that world. <laughs> okay, cool. And Joe, what is your tweet of the episode? This is from Idris at Bay Ready to Go. <laughs> great username yes i love it watching my favorite christmas movie right now yep you guessed it twilight breaking dawn part two okay face christmas tree (laughs) there is a reason for the season (laughs) (laughs) hashtag renesme there is a reason for the season hashtag renesme Spell it right. Boy, do we have a podcast for you. How do you spell Renesmee, just to clarify? I failed my spelling test on the word raspberry. Why are you asking me? Well, don't say spell it right then. Uh, Renesmee. Renesmee. Oh, two E's at the end. Okay, two E's at the end. Boy, do we have a podcast for you. Love it. Love it. Great. Let's see if anyone scores any points this entire round because no one did. Have we scored any points ever? No, no, never. It feels very familiar. I, I've been here before. So next, of course, we have our uh, Twilight card game. In this game, I well, I've eBayed and purchased a bunch of these Twilight packs. We are cracking into our Breaking Dawn Part 2 pack for the first time ever. These NECA trading cards that they made when the movie came out, never been opened before. And, uh, you know, we, we pulled these cards and we guessed and we score points here. I looked it up. Kate, you're technically ahead by one in terms of overall wins, right? But No! So, I wiped the floor with him last time. No, last time you won, but that puts you ahead by one in the entire thing, right? So if you win this round, you win the entire game. But if Joe yeah. wins, we have to go to su- sudden death overtime. Oh! So, Joe, you need to win this one. Kate, okay. this is a clinching round for you, right? 
So, so clinch hard. We, yes, we, we made new rules last time that you could only pick one of Jacob, Edward, and Bella. So remember that. Oh, yeah. Joseph, it's New Moon, right? No, this is Breaking Dawn Part 2. This is the movie we just saw. Oh, fuck. Okay, so you got the, the other cards, too. Okay, okay. Yes, so this is things and characters and moments that appear in Breaking Dawn Part 2. Can I go first? Uh, you get the first pick. And remember, only one of the big three. So, Joe, who is your first pick? Bella. Kate, who is your pick? Renesmee, because I can pick one of the first three whenever, because he already did his. That's a good point. That's um, a good it's, point. It's Snake, so uh, your pick is next, Kate, as well. How many picks do I get? Three? Three. Three. Yeah. Witnesses on the battlefield. Witnesses. To be clear, remember, we it has to be a group of them. It can't just be one, you know? Yeah. Joe, who are your next two picks? Volturi. And I will take, hmm. can I take the Collins? It has to be shown as a group of Collins, but. Um, I will take Alice. Alice, okay. And Kate, who, who's your final pick? I imagine someone of the big three. Edward. Edward, okay. Opening the pack now, one point for whoever you get on a card. Fresh pack. Oh, oh, oh. That's very ASMR of you. <laughs> First pull, Senna and Serafina. So it's just the two Brazilian twins. Oh, no. shit. They're not witnesses, though. They're not. No, nope. Renesme, time to meet new people. Her parents nod, worried as always. They walk with caution and gravity toward Zerfina and Senna. In gravity? Have you ever walked without gravity? <laughs> Next card, presents. Bella, Renesme, and Jacob are on the card. So no, that's no points for Kate. She had Edward. I said Renesme. She had Renesme. Uh, okay, one and one. One and one. Okay, Renesme. One and one. So one, one, and one, one, and one, one and one. One and one. Yeah. One and one. And it says on the back, Charlie, present time with an exclamation point. Amazing. Okay. <laughs> Next card, Jacob Black. No one pulled Jacob Black. I mean, no one took no. Jacob. The packs will fight. We've never been afraid of vampires. Okay. Next card. <gasps> Jacob and Renesme. So another point for Kate. If someone pulled Jacob this it. time, they would have been kings. And this says, Renesme opens a box and takes out, uh, what's it, Quillette? How is it pronounced? I'm sorry. The real tribe that Jacob's supposed to be part of. No, I know. I'm blanking on how to pronounce yeah, it too. Uh, Quillette right, bracelet. Jacob smiles proudly. Quaaludes? I don't know. Quaaludes. Quaaludes. <laughs> okay, so two to one. Joe, you need this. Hmm. What? This is going to cause some controversy. Pre-battle bonfire. So it is the witnesses, but they are no, not. No, no, no. They're not on the battlefield. Battlefield, I have to take that. They're not on the battlefield. So technically no one gets this one. Last card. No one has Garrett. <laughs> you are an amazing woman. So that clinches it for Kate Hudson because, and only because she picked Renesme, which has appeared on two cards <laughs> twice. Kate, you are our overall winner of the card game. You've won. Yeah, you've won. I needed, I needed this. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a tough year. <laughs> you have three TVs and a wife. What do I have? <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh. <laughs>
So that that's our games, guys. This is super awesome. And Joe, we just want to thank you collectively. You'll be back again. This isn't good. No, thank forever. thank you guys for allowing me to join. Wait, wait, wait. Hang on, guys. We we need to end this right. What do you want to end it with? Hang on. Are you ready? It's been a long day without you, my friends. Joe, thank you for being a part of the twilight. I just want to say I should have been valedictorian, and I wasn't, and that's okay. But um, and Edward is is kind of pale and creepy, but we love him. And I think we should we should have a weird three faced baby. How to be brave. And, oh How my god. This is such a beautiful song. I love it. <laughs> Though I like the uh, other version better. But Joe, I mean Guy? You like when the guy's there? Come on. We already determined that oh, yeah, whatever. You know what, Joe? You be the deciding vote when you decide which of your soundtrack songs are the favorite. But I will not remember, and I will gladly give you a full, clean palette of which song that I like best. Again, once again, thank you so much. This was a blast. This was exceeded my expectations and fun. Rachel, Rachel just heard what I said, and she was like, uh, that was so, so Alexis Rose from Schitt's Creek <laughs> that I had delivered there. That's what she claims. And um, so, sorry. So thank you, Joe. Uh, any final words that you'd like to uh, uh, say, Kate, to Joe to send him off forever? Not I'm not, forever. I'm not, no, I'm not going off forever. Don't do this to me. Panama City in the sky. Yeah, no, but, um, enjoy your time with Renee in Florida again. <laughs> Joe, Joe, keep it sleazy with Renee. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> keep it sleazy for as long as I can, as long as I can hold it, because she's gonna move on, and I only got so much time. <laughs> she's gonna forget about you for like centuries at a time if you're spending forever. To, but she goes <laughs> back. Not no, she fun. won't. No, she won't. Renee's not <laughs> coming back to anyone. <laughs> She'll come back because she thinks like, oh, I think I left my favorite shirt at that house, and you're still there. <laughs> She's coming to collect her old shit. Yeah. So uh, we have some, we'll, we'll have some big Twilight High School Slumber Party news coming up soon. How am I lying? I'm I don't know. I just I felt like saying that. <laughs> I'm not lying. Kate, <laughs> Kate and I have to talk. Uh, but, you know, we'll, we'll talk and. We're going to figure out what next year is going to be like, but we have some really, really fun ideas. Let's see. This year. This year. This year. Yeah, you're right. I forgot it spilled over. This year, 2022 is going to be another year of Twilight, and we have some, like I said, really exciting. Every year is a year of Twilight if you believe in yourself and try hard enough. Joe, we'll find reasons. (laughs) Thank you. We'll find (laughs) reasons for you to come back. Uh, Anything you want to say and plug, and Kate, anything you want to say and plug before we get out of here? Um, too fast, too forever. Every Tuesday on the Cage Club Podcast Network, you should fucking listen to it. Brian strong arms himself into many episodes that he wants to be on, and it's incredible. And it's fun. It's just me bullshitting and doing the same things, less drunk. And um, I love all of these movies. That's what I want to say. 
Thank you once again, Joe. Thank you, Brian. We'll see you again. You know the slumber, the slumber partier himself. What is Kate <laughs> gonna say? Kate's Kate. gonna say two bad word forever and go watch, uh, listen to Fast Too Fast Too Furious on Tuesday nights. And once again, if you are in the Chicago area, there's a low and you're not racist, <laughs> and not you racist. don't send incest memes. Yep. And you don't just talk to guys at the bar when you're there to see me at 2 a.m. Yeah, you got a shot. That's what we always say. Sure do. All right. Thank <laughs> you so much, guys. Twilight forever. 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 <laughs> oh, the end of an era. Thank you, Kate Hudson, as always. But big thank you to Joe, too, for helping us along on this lifetime. Legendary. I didn't even get to all the things I wanted to ask him, but yeah, we talked for a while and you know, you heard the chemistry there. We have such a good time. If you think it's the last time you're going to hear the three of us on High School Slumber Party talking about a film together, you're silly. You're silly. We'll talk again. I don't know if it'll be about Twilight. It might be about something else. I'm not sure. But again, I looked forward to our conversation so much. So once again, big thank you to Joe too and Kate Hudson for bringing Twilight back to life forever makes no sense but whatever just twilight (laughs) thank you thank you kate thank you thank you joe all right homework for friday quick turnaround our high school reunion series is back one of my favorite people austin wolf southern is here he's going to talk about some year-end stuff for his own movie watching in 2021 as well as the film we'll be breaking down on our reunion lap beautiful girls they're the best of friends. Do I got anything in my stash? Be clean. Why is he here? In town for their high school reunion. I've been back exactly uh, four minutes. But they have one big problem. I want to give you this. It's brown. You buy a colored diamond for a girl you're not even seeing, man. You've been eating retard sandwiches again. <laughs> They're all falling in love. You can slip into something more comfortable. With beautiful girls. They're all sisters, Will. Trust me, they're all sisters. It's one big conspiracy. Look at this. Your favorite. I can go along with that. Yeah, that's nice, right? Well, it doesn't exist. These are Silicone City. I could hang my overcoat on them. Can you think of anything better than making love to an attractive stranger in the middle of a frozen lake with just just a, a oil light to guide your way? Part of Chicago you from? Do you know Chicago? Yeah, I, I know like Soldiers Field. I don't appreciate you burying my driveway every time it snows like some drooling obsessed lunatic. Okay, that's that's fair. Matt Dillon. Academy Award winner Timothy Hutton, Rosie O'Donnell, Natalie Portman, Michael Rappaport, Academy Award winner Mira Sorvino, and Academy Award nominee Uma Thurman. You drunk? I don't know, but you both look very beautiful. A beautiful girl can make you dizzy. She can make you feel high. A beautiful girl is all powerful, and that is as good as love. He's insane. (laughs) He's obsessed. You're all obsessed. And you guys, as a gender, have got to get a grip. Otherwise, the future of the human race is in jeopardy. So your homework is to watch Beautiful Girls. Listen, I don't think this movie could be made in 2022. However, that's what might make it fun, and that's what might make it great. We're going to talk about the good things, the bad things, all the warts and all. What a cast for this film. If you haven't heard of Beautiful Girls, definitely, definitely do your homework. Check it out. 
it's a reunion film. And just as a reminder, this year we're doing, I think once a month, that's how it's been going, high school reunion movies in our class reunion series. So look out for that on Friday with guest Austin Wolf Southern. And remember, guys, life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop looking around once in a while, you could miss it. Let's take it away with another song, yet another song, out of the Twilight, the Twilight Saga, I should say, Breaking Dawn, part two soundtrack. Hmm, so much to choose from, let me choose something different. If I chose this one in the past, I apologize, but let's do The Antidote by St. Vincent. I like St. Vincent. Later, dudes. Go.